Hi guys, Amy here. I'm back for series two of my podcast, The Boring Shit You Need to Know About Business. In series two, I'm so excited to bring you more business owners and conversation to challenge the way we do things in business. Hey there. Thanks for stopping by for the last episode for the year of The Boring Shit You Need to Know in Business podcast. I'm excited to chat with you today because I'm actually excited about 2021. Now, I know I had the same enthusiasm going into 2020, but as they say in the classics, I can feel it in my waters. You see, I'm not being naive in thinking that 2021 can be better than 2020, because in my opinion, whilst it was a strange year filled with challenges, so many great things came from it. So it gets me excited to think that so many more exciting things are on the horizon for 2021. Actually, I know for a fact that there are more exciting things to come for me and my business, certainly. But it doesn't go without acknowledging that small businesses have been placed under some huge pressure cooker situations this year. You know, consumer behaviours have altered. Supply chains have been pushed to their limits. Globalisation has been challenged. And to boot, social distancing has forced us to look at so many alternatives to simple concepts such as foot traffic. So I want to take this time today to just reflect on how 2020 has taught us so much about what 2021 will look like and how we can use this information to our benefit. To make 2021 a kick-ass year for us all, I want to start by saying, If you're serious about 2021 and turning things around, don't sit around and wait for things to go back to the way they were. Regardless of how seemingly regular things appear to be looking, especially here in Australia, as restrictions lift. Because the reality is, it's not going to go back to the way things were ever. But instead, we should be using this time and energy to look for ways to hone in on the changes that we've made that have transformed the way we do things and hopefully our profit figures. Here is what COVID has taught us amongst a whole stack of other things is that the business world has been split into both physical and the digital, disrupting global economic patterns in every industry but not without creating mindfulness in our consumers on how they will utilize both these platforms, both the physical and the digital platform to work for them. They know, our consumers know and appreciate the clarity around what they are buying now. They understand where they're buying it from. They've done their research. They're they're finding out more how things are being made. And most importantly, They are deciding with a lot of certainty who they're going to support along the way. Our consumers are now ready to make really clear decisions. And so we need to ensure that what we do in our businesses are very clear to them so that they can make those informed decisions. From a digital perspective, Having an excellent and solid strategy around your digital footprint and its visibility 
will be a must for small businesses next year. Now, I know we've been very much aware of that this year in 2020, but a lot of us are still ironing out some of the kinks. We're still understanding how to do it and we're still working through the process itself. So next year, let's hit the ground running. We need to bear in mind that not all aspects of our business will suit the digital platform in its entirety, but knowing how to mold it to work with even part of what we have on offer will be a game changer if you haven't already done so. We need to understand that it's not going to suit everybody, but we need to work with what a digital footprint is going to mean for our businesses in some shape or form, because it will make competing for digital presence and clearer branding. If we think back to our consumer that I was just talking about, we need to have that real clear message. So clearer branding, a lot easier, and it will be an excellent way to engage and build this community of potential and current customers. Next up, let's talk about flexibility or agility, if you will. The key advantage smaller businesses have had is the ability to make a quick shift. Now, I'm not suggesting for one minute that big business wasn't able to make a quick shift because, you know, we we can see that so many businesses on so many different levels worked hard to make as quick a shift as they can. But smaller businesses had that little bit more of an advantage. And it, whether it was how they delivered their goods or services or even their marketing strategies, they were able to make a quicker shift. And this is going to continue to bode well for small businesses when you're talking about success in 2021. Because let's face it, restrictions of some kind are still going to be around. Now, we're just going to be a little wiser to the impacts and we'll know how to continually shift when needed to in the event that additional restrictions may come back because it's, it's not going away anytime soon. We just need to learn to live with it. One thing in particular, I guess, that became the most obvious through 2020 and through the pandemic is this term of office. What does it look like? What we do now know is that remote offices are going to be a huge shift in 2021. And we know that if 2020 has taught us anything in this space, it's that we can do it quite successfully. Whilst this was once a contentious issue for most businesses, it's now actually going to be our future. It's going to be what our future looks like. I've spoken to a lot of business owners and a lot of employees as well that you know, have been guided by the fact that working from home a couple of days is going to be the norm well into next year. And it's it's going to build more opportunities that I can certainly see for employment, for flexibility for families and carers, and for better working efficiencies with time saved on travel. And with that in mind, and those primary focuses of employees versus business owners, you're going to see a lot more demand for this type in the event that anyone tries to shift back to a full working environment at any stage. It's not going to be early 2021, that's for sure. But it's it becomes more than that now. 
that we will see in 2021 when we talk about remote offices. The focus will now shift to rethinking the business model. The motivation of the company and its goals and morals will need to be aligned with this type of workplace because workplace now is remote in some instances, in most instances. Leaders will need to focus on collective outputs along with behaviours of both them and their employees to support this new workplace structure. And that's that efficiency that I was talking about. But they're going to have to do that all, all whilst ensuring that they can improve and continue to improve profitability. With losses sustained in most businesses this year, the shift to improve profitability in lieu of growth will be centered around using these physical and locational changes that will drive the profitability in all projects and offerings that they have as businesses to ensure their long-term sustainability. And long-term sustainability is going to be key. And we focused on that a lot, I know, over the last couple of years, this long-term sustainability concept, but even more so now. Whilst we're thinking about everything being remote, our social interactions will continue to be challenged in 2021, with many businesses, if not already, relying on social media platforms to engage with customers and potential clients more than ever before. As such, businesses will need to create content that reflects heavily on authenticity of the brand, its people and the offerings that they have available. We're going to see and we are, we are already seeing even more so now this whole behind the scenes aspect of businesses that we never saw before. But this is how we're interacting now even with businesses. It's become this social connectivity now and this is what our consumer this is how their their thinking is changing when they're thinking about the brands they want to associate themselves with even from something as simple as purchasing a t-shirt so that authenticity that behind the scenes that take me into your life kind of moment even with the big businesses is going to be a lot more in 2021 going forward than it ever has been And whilst our social media platforms have really been divided somewhat into a real social versus business aspect, we're now going to see in 2021 this mishmash of the two coming together where you're going to feel or you're going to be made to feel like the brand is your friend. And it's got to be. It's because that's, that's the habits that our consumers are going to be forming. With all that, there's also been the shift from global to local, and that's going to be real in 2021. Now, we worked so hard for so many years to globalize economies and to globalize the way we do business. But as mentioned before, more and more consumers are becoming empathetic to providers of goods and services and will actually seek out those that resonate with them over price. Now, globalization was a lot about accessibility and price and being able to get access to the cheapest prices available so we can improve our margins. And we once worked hard 
to focus on the cheaper, voluminous goods from abroad and drive profits. Yet 2021 will see consumers prepared to pay extra in some instances. They will understand the constraints. And most importantly, they're going to be compassionate to support the local. Rebuilding our country and our economy, doesn't matter where you sit in the world, is what we all share as a common good for our future and that of our children. So it's the one thing that all of our consumers and customers are going to be motivated by. So we need to think about that. Next up, I want to talk about the term virtual, which I personally think that term is going to dominate any term in 2021. 2020 was all about pivoting and um, innovation, but I think 2021 is going to become about virtual when it comes to business delivery. 2020 has taught many of us how to use the tech offerings Um, to provide the same goods and services virtually, and in some instances, have been able to provide them better than ever before. We challenged it, and some rose to the challenge. It worked. In some instances, it may not, but it was tweaked. But what was consistent in the whole process was the fact that we were persistent as business owners. That rhymes just randomly. It wasn't meant to. (laughs) But we were persistent because we had to be in facing the adversities of our customers not being able to set foot in our stores, of our customers being confined to their homes. We had to be persistent with understanding how shifting our businesses in some instances virtually was going to provide a better platform than ever before. With that in mind, and while we're talking about the term virtual, I have no doubt that we're going to see better interfaces that will transform the backgrounds that we choose when we're on Zoom, for example. And I know we already have those available to us, but I I, I reckon we're going to see more. I reckon we're going to see more that will even provide better filters to change the way we look when we're virtual smooth it out, make us look better, you know, make us feel better about being virtual. And just, I know there are a lot of filters and stuff already out there. I know there are a lot of backdrops out there, but we're going to have access to so many more because it's just the way we're going to be. It's just the way we're going to do business. So we're going to need business, different types of virtual platforms or virtual interfaces to create the environments that we need and easier than ever before. So someone who's a dud like me when it comes to technology, I'm hoping to see a lot more of that. Maybe it's a wish list rather than just a, I think it's going to happen. But that's just my thoughts. While we're on my thoughts, because I have another one, I want to talk a little bit about financing options. We will become more decentralized than ever before. It's going to give us more options, availability and access to financial solutions to make accessing money easier and more creative than we've ever seen. We we know platforms that allow us to crowdfund and gain cash and capital into our business. And, you know, we've, we've seen how effective they can be. And it's going to become more and more like that. No longer 
Are we just going to be relying on the traditional bank structure and access that we've seen in the past? This is going to provide the platform that businesses, small to medium businesses, even larger businesses will need to see the next few years out. And in having access to it, what we're going to see is our economy is going to continue to flourish. We're going to support its stability once again. So these are only going to be good things for us that are coming. And I think even from a financial perspective, I think different financing solutions are going to respect the way businesses operate and understand that there's got to be a plan B, especially when it comes to small businesses, on how they assess their availability to these financing options. So I'm really looking forward to that because I I know some kick-ass businesses with some kick-ass business owners that really know how to understand their businesses well enough from a financial perspective, but just need a leg up to get there. And I think you're going to see that these financial options that are going to be available to us are going to give that support where support is due and long overdue. You know, I've seen sole traders struggle and not from a concept perspective. That's the least of their worries. They can have some of the most amazing business ideas and amazing business drive, but just need a little bit of funding to be able to support that growth. And here we're going to see where when you take out the bank structure and the way they actually look at assessing somebody's availability to cash and we go dive deep into these solutions that offer up equity to business owners, investment options for other business owners that are interested, here comes the cash. Watch for it because it's going to be available more than ever before. And finally... I just wanted to round this all up by saying, right here, you have an opportunity to create an innovative business model with all of what we've just talked about to see that you succeed in 2021. So do me a favor, take a moment, check in on your cash facilities and their availability for the plans you have in place. I want you to accept with gusto the volatility that is still going to be there. But here's what I want you to do. I want you to make the most of it. Don't go postponing any hard decisions. Take a chance. Ask for help or seek those that can provide the right support for you. And go out there and make 2021 count. I know I'm all in. I have some amazing plans and memberships for those who are ready and willing to make the change they so desperately seek. And I'll certainly be back in the new year with more amazing business owners and key topics to bring to you to keep the discussion alive and create better business owners for better businesses in 2021 right here on my podcast, The Boring Shit You Need to Know About Business. But until then, be merry this Christmas, love back, go and enjoy the real stuff and may 2020 leave a reminder of the important things in life. I'll see you on the flip side. Hope you make it count. And that's it guys for another episode of the boring shit you need to know about business. 
I'm Amy Bajada, and I'll see you next time.